Take a coffee break with Hamilton Law, where we bring a fresh legal approach to assisting and educating you on your legal rights. Hi, I'm Ian Hamilton. And I'm Philip Hamilton, and welcome to Coffee Break with Hamilton Law. Yay! Yeah, this is good. This That's is our second or maybe third or fourth uh, podcast. So yeah, yeah we're what, are, what are we talking about today? Well, I think we we're talking about contracts today. You know, I you mean, deal with those a lot. Yeah, yeah. Almost, almost every day in almost every situation, right? I mean, because if you think about it, contracts come up. You know, it doesn't matter whether or not you're dealing with an employment situation or you're dealing with uh, a construction mm-hmm. uh, type of situation, or actually, clients just left. Uh, they were selling their business. So, you know, you're dealing with obviously a, a contract, you're doing a, a purchase agreement, a sales agreement. So big or small, it can be a contract. So yeah. what if someone came to our house to repair something? Is that a contract? Yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't matter, right? So that's a service contract many times, right? So right. so sometimes you have contracts for, for goods, right? Y'all may be selling you my car or maybe selling you uh, some assets, some physical asset, but obviously we sell services like we sell like legal services, right? Mm-hmm. That's our that that's our goods, that's our product that that we sell, and you can it can be you know big or small, and it can be uh, uh, written or or oral or verbal. Yeah, I was just going to ask about that. So, does it have to be in writing? So, what if I loaned my sister some money? What if I said, okay, I'm going to loan you three hundred dollars? And it was just over the phone and I wanted it back in two weeks. And then we just talked about it. And then two weeks came and she didn't give me back my money. Can I sue her? But was that really a contract or because this may happen? Yeah. We don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it it may happen. So, yeah, let's be protected. (laughs) But no, so so you can't. I mean, obviously, you you know, your sister and that's that was there's type of situation where who cares if you get it back or not, but maybe you do, right? So I and maybe it's, money back. yeah, and, and privately so. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, it does not have to be in writing. And yeah, could you could sure now every state is a little different though, right? So uh and, and it depends on the type of contract too. So some contracts have to be in writing actually to be effective, to to be uh forceful. For example, contracts dealing with real estate. Uh, you know, certainly in Michigan, and I imagine almost every state across the country is like this. And this is not legal advice; it's just you know, <laughs> legal uh, education. We're just speaking here, but almost every uh, state around the country requires that contracts for the sale of real estate, though, be in writing. But for a, a situation like where you're loaning your your sister, you know, money and you want to get paid back, you know, no, you don't have necessarily have to get a con. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be in writing. It's over a certain amount of money. It might need to be in writing. Um, but you know, uh, the, it's always better to have something in writing, though, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's why you always, hear, you know, people say, "Hey, get it in writing." Yeah. You know, even it if it's sense. even if it's a text message, you know, sometimes you just never know. You never, you never know what's going to happen, and it is always, you know, uh, he said, she said, or she said, she said, or he, you know, she said, he said. Uh, so it's always, you know, and then who do you believe? And then what do you have to back it up? You know, yeah. do you have some type of of writing do you have some type of evidence now maybe your, your receipt maybe you can show the money left your bank account and went to you That's know a good idea. or Venmo or something like that yeah. right? I mean then you would have some some record of the money going there but how do you know that that wasn't for you know some service that you know your sister provided to you or, or mm-hmm. for some good that she provided and that's going to be her her, her her argument or whatever okay well, so, yeah. okay i have a question sure a scenario all right so what all right, if- i'm gonna let me start my billing here in here okay <laughs> not funny that was funny (laughs) so what if 
I decide, actually, I'm thinking about this for Christmas. I think I want a puppy. I think I want a Bichon Breed. I think I want a Breed. Just let me, let me have my thing. I think I want a Bichon Breed puppy for Christmas. And I've been looking online and let's say like I enter into a contract to purchase this puppy and then it says it's going to be delivered on this date. It says that the contract states how much it, I, I'm going to pay. I've agreed to it. And then let's say a couple of days before I'm like, this isn't a good idea. This is not a good idea. I probably, probably agreeing with you then. Cause you don't think it's a good idea, but let's just say I want to get out of it. Can you get out of contracts or do I have to have that Bijan freeze? Well, I mean, <sighs> If it's a written contract, the first thing you're going to do is look at the, the what are the clauses of the contract? What are the terms of the contract? You know, okay. what do they say about release? Sometimes they do have, you know, uh, like provisions that say, yeah, you can get out or you pay some extra money or you, or you do something or you don't do something. And then you'll be, you know, uh, released from the, from the agreement or maybe you do have to take it, uh, you know, and. and you know, uh, yeah. And the reason being, you know, you also have to think about before you enter that contract, you might want to think about who's going to take the dog out <laughs> at potties and who's going to train the dog and who's going to feed the dog okay. and things like that. Okay. But nonetheless, you know, you, 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 you could, you know, you know, that type of contract is kind of, you know, you can force someone to, to take the con to take the dog or, you know, have to pay for it. So you could be kind of stuck with it. So yeah, it is something that you, you know, kind of, have to, have to think about it. And, you know, every, I know people don't want to go to an attorney every time they want to buy a dog or, or they right. want to do some small thing. But, you know, you, you do have to, you know, I, I don't know how many times I've, you know, uh, met with people and it's like, after uh, the fact, after the fact, and then yeah. they're asking, you know, can I get out of the contract? Well, mm-hmm. did you read the contract before? And, I, you know, I know it sounds kind of kind of basic. We take, we take these things for granted, right? Because let's say you go to a baseball game, right? I mean, the the the, the contract that you you buy is on the back of that ticket. It's a license, right? I didn't know they, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a license to, to use that seat and to okay. participate, and that's why they can ban you if you you know act up, act a fool in some type of way. Um, so so all those things are are contracts. So we're we're going in and out of contracts all every time. day, every day, yeah. even if we don't realize it. And so that's why it comes up so often in in litigation or in or in business transactions do you think then that you know it's sneaky like like a contract is just slipped under the radar and we don't even know that we are entering into a contract i don't know because i didn't know that about a ticket to a baseball game or you know when you're reviewing some terms online you quickly hit that box that's that's a contract yeah yeah it's a contract and it can be enforced right i, I know this is similar well you don't deal with this all the time but yeah i mean we we deal with them and we don't we, we kind of take it for granted right and yeah. because we, we're just living life in some ways right i mean mm-hmm. we, you buy an airline ticket right you're you're, you're going to cancun in a couple of weeks for, for 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 girls weekend uh you know so it's like you know, you you buy a plane ticket. Well, that's a that's a contract that okay. that has terms and, and agreements, and you agree to do certain things in exchange that they're going to provide you know a flight for you to to your uh, to your destination. But we don't want to make people nervous, right? So, yeah, okay, it sounds like contracts are everywhere. Yeah. But do yeah. we need an attorney to review these contracts every time we buy a plane ticket, every time we get a new iPhone yeah. or Samsung or whatever? 
do we need someone to review those contracts every time? No. And, and okay. the, the reality is that it's not practical, right? I mean, yeah. you're not, you know, uh, Steve Jobs or like Steve Jobs or, you know, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk that, you know, you're going to have, you know, turning your back pocket every time. And it's not, you know, you can, you're going to eventually afford it. Right. I mean, that's not a, that's not an issue uh, for those guys. Right. But at the same time, I mean, I think you have to have some reasonable, you know, due diligence to make sure that, look, if you're, enter into some type of, I always tell people two things, right? I mean, it, it, contract really comes down to money and time, right? So mm-hmm. if it's for either a substantial amount of money or a substantial amount of time, that makes or maybe sense. both, you know, this is something you're going to have, you know, want uh, to reviewed. I mean, particularly like, let's say, uh, you know, a, 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 a commercial lease agreement, right? Mm-hmm. Or it could be a residential lease agreement for that matter. But, you know, like commercial lease agreements, you know, they kind of start, you know, they can start as low as one year, but then they can go, go all the way up until like, you know, 10 or 20 years, right? Yeah, before um, you lock yourself in. Before you lock them. yourself in, right? And I don't know how many times I've had to, to counsel people, you know, about, you know, they're three years into a 10-year deal or they're, you know, they've, they, 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 they're renting this space and they've been renting it for two years, but oh yeah, nobody's actually signed a lease agreement. So now the landlord is sticking to a victim yeah. from the commercial building. And it's kind of like, well, yeah, you have a, a document, but it's not signed. So you don't really have anything. Right. Know? So it's kind of that those are tough conversations to have sometimes. And because particularly if you've invested, for example, like in a, in a real estate situation, I just had a, a client that I was meeting with and you know they invested a significant amount of money into a commercial property have been leasing it for over a year um and realized uh, well we don't have an automatic renewal clause and you know they they didn't renew and then they were in the process of renewing but it, during in the process of renewing uh, of negotiating the second term or second or third or fourth year term uh they uh no one executed the contract and now the landlord is they're kicking them out they're they're sticking them with them and what what can they do when they're gonna have to likely likely vacate and they put in you know quarter million dollars into this property now it's like you should really help them yeah well i'm gonna try i'm gonna try everything i can but you know (laughs) my hands may be tied you know because you didn't sign the agreement and you know you didn't really you know, uh, take the time to have counsel before you even did that first contract, because then we could have had that conversation. Hey, do you want to have, you know, an automatic renewal period? You yeah. Know, do you want to have this for a year, a two, three, four year long deal? So at least you can get your money back, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you, you're, you're at least your initial investment before you actually start making a profit, really, yeah. right? So, so that's the, that's those are some of the things that you have to deal with when, yeah. you're, when you're dealing with contracts. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. To learn more, visit HamiltonLawPLC.com.